0: Welcome to the Get Emergent Podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massengill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And we had so many comments about the Fortune Cookie Leadership Podcast that we did recently, we're gonna do another one today and we're so excited, it was really fun.
1: It was a lot of fun, and and I've been really pleased with people, just even the idea. They love the idea of it, and, and they love the fact that we can turn any little phrase into some meaningful bit of leadership wisdom, so I think we should do it again.
0: That's really the brilliance of this idea of leadership is that it is connected to so much, if not everything. And I'm really excited to do it. And the fact that you didn't eat the balance of the bag of the cookies. Congratulations. No,
1: no I, I it took a tremendous amount of willpower, but uh, <laughs> I, I knew we needed them for future podcasts. So
0: so our, I am ready. I was just going to share our kind of our guidelines for this is... You randomly select a cookie from the bag and you open it. So we have no idea what the wisdom is going to be on the fortune. And whatever comes to mind, we offer some type of hopefully helpful advice as it relates to that fortune. And then the other thing is, is that we promised our listeners that we would not not like one and then delete that recording. So we have to respond to it no matter what. Right, so we're the, not gonna...
1: So, yeah, so the leadership application is leadership, agility, and adaptability. Doesn't matter what you throw at us, we're gonna be able to do something with it. Good. So I think we should have a drum roll, but we're ready in absence for the absence of a drum roll, let me make a little paper noise here.
0: The crinkling.
1: All right, here we go, the crinkling. Let's see, I gotta get it right side up. Treasure what you have. I'll read that one more time. Treasure Treasure what you have. You have. Mm. Okay. You ready or would you like me to start?
0: Why don't you start? I still want to, I want to marinate on that a little bit.
1: So the first thing I I thought of in this relates to, you know, just being grateful for the opportunity as a leader to serve, being grateful for all the things Mm. that are going right.
0: Perfect.
1: To, uh, you know, give praise to people for a job well done instead of, too often focusing on what's wrong or the problems.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And I don't think I'm going to add too much to it, but for some reason, what came to mind first was the position when people take over a role and they inherit an already existing team. And you're not always excited about the performance of some of those individuals, but yet they've been there for a while. And what's the best approach to take when you do inherit a team where it may not be the ones that you actually would have selected yourself? And I think this idea of treasuring what you have, at least for a while, be willing to see what you might have to work with and how you can work with that talent and how you can develop that talent. So that was a, that was a absolutely, and, and
1: it's an opportunity for a reset and to see people with maybe more potential than they were seen in previously, which gives them an opportunity to perhaps shine. I love it. So let's do another one. Great. i to reach deep into the bag. Oh, I love that noise, right? Eh? Oh, this one looks, <laughs> this is going to be a good one. I can open it. I need scissors. <laughs> oh, this one's tough. Trying to this little this little fortune is trying to uh, be elusive here. And I ripped it. Look at that. But I can still read it. A friend asks only for your time and not money. A friend asks only for your time and not money.
0: So money, I was thinking about in terms of like your compensation at work. Mm, mm. Time, I was thinking about a lot of our clients are just, it's so, sometimes it's challenging to give your time to your people, enough time. I'm trying to combine the two though, the time well, and the money. What, do you, what were you thinking? Well,
1: yeah, you yeah, know, we can go to the old expression time is money. And I think one of the things from a leadership perspective, as soon as we accept the mantle of leadership, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, we are in the people business. And probably the most important thing we can do is to have this caring connection and blocking out time to coach and mentor the people that work for us so that we can strengthen the production capability of the organization. And -hmm. I think I would link that time is money. The investment of time in the relationships, in the development of those people will yield money from a standpoint of performance, profitability, and uh, impact on all stakeholder groups. So that's kind of how I saw that one.
0: As you say that, I was thinking about someone that you and I know you and I both admire very much and a client of ours from years ago. When I first met him, he said, Cindy, the What's most important for me and my leadership is when people come to me, I want to make sure that I give them my full attention because they've come to me for a reason. My ultimate goal is to make it so that after our interaction, they leave feeling better than when they first came into my office.
1: Isn't that great?
0: I love that. Yeah, I love that. I love it. And because he really saw his role as a leader, he really saw it as a person to give time, Mm -hmm. um, to be of service to other people. And so it really resonates with me when you say time is money. It is the investment that we're making in people.
1: So I think what we would recommend for our listeners to do is take a look at your calendar. And are you investing enough time with your people to uh, take the organization to the next level of performance?
0: Perfect. You know, especially because many people are what we call working leaders, right? They have a responsibility to deliver a certain level of work and to be the leaders of other people on their team. And so exactly, are you investing the right amount of time? And play
1: around with that metric. We used to talk about working in the business, which is the working leader, right? Doing the work, the task, but working on the business, really the relationship focus of developing your team.
0: Perfect. How about a third one?
1: Let's do number three. Number three, okay. That's strong enough to open up a fortune cookie wrapper. That's interesting. Oh, this is a long one. <laughs> Every person is the creation of themselves, the image of their own thinking and believing.
0: Oh man, there's a lot in that one. Oh, do
1: we Do, do our listeners have two hours? <laughs> we just struck gold with this one. <laughs>
0: Can you just read it, read it one more time?
1: Oh, I'll read it two or three more times. It's beautiful. <laughs> Every person is the creation of themselves, the image of their own thinking and believing.
0: There is no way that I'm going to take it away from you, Ralph, you really need to lead this one off because I know you are so you're, if the listeners could see you right now, you're beaming ear to ear. Go for I mean, it. And this is mindset,
1: right? This is all about things aren't as they are, as we are, not as they are, right? It's the way we see them. It's our paradigm. It's our belief system. And, and this is the whole essence of the work we do as coaches, We help people get an accurate look at how they're thinking and what they're believing and how they're feeling. And if it's not getting them the results, they want to be willing to experiment with new thoughts, new beliefs, new behaviors. I mean, this is absolutely the the essence of it. And we we manifest what we focus on. And so whatever we choose to focus on, the outer world is a reflection of the inner world without question.
0: Our thoughts drive how we feel, which drive our either action or inaction. I've been working with someone who is just, he's brilliant. I mean, literally very smart, but also very compassionate and really strong leader. But there's, he's wanting to influence something and he has this belief that number one, he shouldn't bring it up. And number two, nothing's going to change, even if he did decide to bring it up. And just those two thoughts are really holding him back. And really, I know the person that he would bring it up to. And I know it would be difficult, but I know that person wants to hear it, wants to hear it. And so it's our thoughts that really get in the way of just paying attention to how our thoughts get in the way of our potential and performing.
1: Limiting beliefs. And, uh, you know, it's a big portion of what we do in coaching, but we talk ourselves out of things before we even try experiment or step one. And, you know, it's that inner dialogue. And so our thought is to get people to looking at it with a little clearer light and being willing to shift it Mm -hmm. just enough just enough. And uh, this one is really powerful. And we like to ask people, is, is your thinking and your belief system, and by the way, a belief system is simply a thought that you have again and again and again, but is that resourceful for you in this situation? You know, really powerful to, and not to judge it, but just to say, you know, what would a slight shift in thinking? And of course, in Miracles, they say that a miracle is a slight shift in perception, because that often gets us to take a different action. And so that's what we, in leadership development and in coaching, we're looking to shift people's thinking and belief so that they're inclined to make a step forward.
0: So Ralph, I think, you know, my takeaway on this one is if you're running up against a wall or you feel like you have a barrier in something that you're wanting to achieve think again, or just, is it your thinking, you know, think about how you're thinking and could another way of thinking be better, or at least try something different, right?
1: Well, re- it reminds us of the definition of insanity, doing the same thing Perfect. over and over again, expecting different results. We do need to challenge our thinking. And I love how you said it to rethink or think
0: again. If it's just not working. Yeah, yeah it's just not yeah. working. How about another one? Can we do four? I think Let's you got-
1: do one more. But you know, what I've noticed is I've eaten all of them this time. <laughs> so my apparently my willpower is dissipating mm. as the week uh, closes to an end. So I'm going to, yes, we can do another one, but I'm not going to eat this one.
0: But they don't really taste that great. So it's like.
1: So does that mean it's, there's no great. calories
0: then? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, you all know my right, rule, cool. if you eat in the car there's no calories.
1: Well, I don't eat in the car, so that's uh, all right. Here we go.
0: That's for another podcast.
1: It is. The <laughs> use the usefulness of a cup is in its emptiness.
0: Oh, oh man. Oh, we're going a little deep. zen here. Oh, we're Just, going deep.
1: Let me okay. say it one more time for our mm-hmm. listeners that the usefulness of a cup is in its emptiness.
0: Oh gosh. I, I love so this one <laughs> here's where I'm going I gotta I gotta take this one first <laughs> all right so I got thinking about silence I wrote a blog recently about like stop talking why do people talk so much and I know I do it too but the beauty in communication is in the silence, or in the not talking. It's in the not talking that we really get the real message by really listening. And that's that's I don't know. It
1: well, it's the space between the notes that creates the music.
0: Oh, there you go. That so so was perfect. The,
1: so this is you know, it's the empty cup that I, it reminded me of the story that's told that we're this guy wants to go to see the uh, sensei to get all this great advice and uh, this guru and he goes up the mountain. And the guy just, he's asking for the advice, but he never stops talking. So what the uh, sensei does is he just keeps pouring tea into a cup until it overflows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the guy goes, whoa, 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 whoa. The cup is overfilling. He goes, yes. And when you are full of yourself and constantly talking, nothing else can get in. Oh,
0: that's beautiful.
1: And I think that, you know, we have to be that cup, that vessel, Mm -hmm. that container. And if we're full, I don't think we're continuously learning and growing and developing.
0: So my hope for our listeners and all our leaders is that we invite that quiet space in our day, you know, that quiet, that empty cup, listen, you know, listen for the quiet see what you observe, see what you learn.
1: I think there's an element of curiosity there too, because if we can be genuinely curious and bring the beginner's mind to any conversation, we are in fact that empty cup, that vessel and we can go in whatever direction our people need us to go in, in that moment.
0: Wonderful. I've really loved doing these fortune cookie podcasts, Ralph
1: maybe we should make fortune cookie leadership part of our regular podcast
0: offerings. It would be really fun, but let's get some feedback from our listeners first and see how they feel about how helpful their leadership advice coming from a fortune cookie would be. Okay. All right. (laughs) And in the meantime, please do come back for more episodes of our Get Emergent podcast, including the Driving Leadership podcast that Bill Berthel, our partner, is facilitating.